You're listening to Beltway Beef, official commentary from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association's Washington, D.C. office. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Beltway Beef podcast. This is Ashley. And if you've been listening to our podcast lately, you know that the Waters of the United States or WOTUS rule is a topic that has been keeping our policy team very busy. Um, In November of last year, the Biden administration released a proposal to repeal the navigable waters protection rule and then propose new regulations on common agriculture features such as stock ponds, ditches, and femoral water features that many of our farmers and ranchers across the country have on their property but those features only flow during times of rain. You know, so since this announcement, you know, we have been full steam ahead working to ensure that this new rule doesn't overregulate producers to a point that they can no longer operate their business and continue to be stewards of the land. So today on the podcast, we're joined by NCBA's Environmental Council, Mary Thomas Hart. And Mary Thomas is here to discuss a report that was recently released that NCBA sees as a very positive step toward achieving clear and consistent WOTUS rules. Mary Thomas, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Ashley. So just to recap, uh, this week, the EPA or Environmental Protection Agency's Farm, Ranch, and Rural Communities Advisory Committee, or FRRCC for short, if you need another acronym in there, uh, released their recommendations to the EPA. And, And typically, these reports don't get a ton of public attention, but this one was a little bit different because the recommendations in the report align with a lot of the same things we've been saying in regard to waters of the United States. So before we get too far into that, Mary Thomas, can you go through and just talk about what this advisory committee is and their role with EPA? Sure. So uh, as you know, we in the environmental policy world love a good acronym. um, And the FRRCC stands for, like you said, the Farm, Ranch, and Rural Communities committee that advises the EPA administrator on policy issues uh, that specifically impact the agricultural industry and rural communities across the country. Um, In the past, this advisory committee has addressed, um, you know, voluntary conservation, water quality, uh, you know, kind of private market trading questions, uh, but haven't, have never really been charged with addressing, um, issues that are kind of at the core of what the agency does, right? So that changed a couple of years ago when the FRRCC was kind of called back uh, to to join and and put together some recommendations specifically related to three topics. The first was water quality. Um, The second is food waste. And the third is kind of broad, you know, pesticide recommendations. And we recently got a report from the FRRCC that makes recommendations in all three of those categories. Um, We were very excited about all of the recommendations, but I think, you know, we're, we're especially happy to see that advisory committee make some specific recommendations related to EPA's definition of WOTUS. Great. Well, Mary Thomas, can you walk us through some of those specific recommendations? And let's first start out with the WOTUS recommendations, and then let's go into maybe some of the other things that we also agree with our NRN lockstep policy-wise. Certainly, yeah. So so that 
report outlines a few specific WOTUS recommendations. And I think, you know, they really all align with, with what NCBA has been saying to the agency for the last few years, right? We want to make sure that EPA's WOTUS definition aligns with Supreme Court precedent. And that seems like common sense, but, you know, I think in the past we've seen the agency really try to stretch its federal authority. And, and so NCBA has been really vigilant. And I think the FRCC is kind of also taking a stand to make sure that however EPA chooses to define WOTUS, that it aligns with Supreme Court precedent. Um, we want to make sure that that definition is clear, right? And that if you're a farmer or rancher, you can easily interpret the definition of WOTUS, that you can go out to a jurisdictional feature or a potentially jurisdictional feature on your property and at least make a preliminary determination about whether that feature, whether activities around that feature will be subject to permitting requirements. We want clarity in the law, um, and that's also something that the FRRCC highlighted in its report. Um, you know, I think a key part of the 2021 proposal from the Biden administration um, to rescind the navigable waters protection rule and kind of reinstate um, what it's calling a, a baseline approach, a really kind of uh, no, no additional interpretation, just, you know, kind of following what's already on the books definition of WOTUS. Um, one of the, the most significant absences from that proposal is the lack of agricultural exemptions. Those are things that we saw in both the 2015 and 2020 rule. Um, and making sure that we have those agricultural exclusions is so important for farmers and ranchers across the country. And that was something that the FRCC report highlighted as well. And then finally, you know, maybe a, more of a procedural issue, um, but we want to make sure that the EPA roundtable process, what it's doing to, to hear from stakeholders actually gives stakeholders an opportunity to provide valuable input. Um, so there have been some concerns about the, the regional roundtable process and really the agency putting the burden on regulated stakeholders to make their voice heard um, instead of making themselves truly accessible. Um, and they've tried to remedy that. We've had a few uh, virtual listening sessions, um, but I think that the FRCC making those recommendations related to the process is really important. And then, you know, I'll just kind of quickly hit a couple other topics. So um, there are some, some broad recommendations related to pesticides that were really valuable and also um, recommendations related to food waste. You know, I think, you know, cattle producers, livestock producers get a lot of negative press uh, related to climate change when in fact food waste is the largest emitter of greenhouse gas emissions when we talk about food and ag in the United States. And so any effort to reduce food waste is going to reduce the environmental impact of the food and ag industry as the whole as a whole. And, and we really appreciate EPA and the FRCC's recognition of, you know, food waste being an issue that we should address, you know, collectively. Well, I think that this report really does prove on a variety of levels that, you know, what NCBA has saying for a long time about what farmers and ranchers need in regard to making sure that, you know, the water stays clean, but also that farmers and ranchers can continue to go about their daily day-to-day -day work in businesses and be those original um, stewards of the land. You know, I think this report just proves that, you know, those things are true. Those things are 
are what is needed in this new rule. I agree. And I'll just give a quick plug for the report. Um, if anyone is interested in, in seeing the report, you can see it on EPA's website. It is available at epa.gov slash FACA, F-A-C-A slash F-R-R-C-C. So again, that's epa.gov slash F-A-C-A slash F-R-R-C-C. And the full report is available there. Thanks, Mary Thomas. And just before we let you go, I know that you and your team have been doing a lot of work specifically on, on waters of the United States regulation and have launched a grassroots campaign to help the EPA understand why farmers and ranchers around the country need those clear rules. So can you just talk a little bit about that? Of course, we've put together a comment that members can sign and submit to EPA um, during this open comment period. And I think it's really important that as many cattle producers as possible, you know, let their voice be heard in this comment period. We have to make sure that those voices are heard, that cattle producer voices are heard. Um, so you can sign our comment at ncba.policy.org. Again, that's ncba.policy.org. Wonderful. Well, thanks, Mary Thomas. We'll be sure to provide that link to folks so that they can go sign that letter. Um, thank you so much for being on the podcast. And we really appreciate all that you and, and your team has been doing in this space. Thank you, Ashley. This has been another episode of Beltway Beef. Don't forget to check us out online at policy.ncba.org or catch the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from, including SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. 